Cuomo calls himself incompetent. A federal judge halts Biden's 100-day deportation ban. A bunch of rhino Republicans voted in favor of Trump's impeachment. And the new White House press secretary can't answer a damn question. We'll get into all this and more. But before we get into this, please drop this video a like and share. There's going to be random ads playing throughout this content to help fun and support the show. Please bear with me. And let's get into this. I can, I'll circle back if there's more I can share with you. But I'll circle back with you if there's more to convey. Um, I'll have to just circle back with you. We can circle back with I'm, I'm happy to circle back with you. I can circle back. Uh, I will have to circle back on that one. That's an excellent question. Oh, such an important question. Uh, we will circle back with you and we'll, we'll circle back with you. It's an interesting question, but uh, we'll, we'll circle back. I'm happy to circle back, but I'll have to circle back with you on it. It's a good question, but we'll circle back with you on this today. We will certainly circle back with you more directly. Uh, I hate to disappoint you, but I will have to circle back with you on that as well. Has it even been a week yet? How, how can she dodge this many questions? while being spoon-fed easy questions. Now, I guess it seems like this country, as a, as a government and the presidency, is all back to its normal ways of lying to the American people. They're not, these, the, the Biden regime is not being challenged by the mainstream media, yet they still can't even answer these, these simple questions. And now when you combine this with the way we see Joe Biden act, when he's asked just a very simple question, like, what's your COVID plan? What's your, what's your vaccine distribution plan? Or whatever the question was. Oh, come on. Give me a break, man. And you guys were calling Trump thin-skinned and weak for exploding on the media. But he, he was playing tough with the media because that's the way he needed to play tough. But he never, when it, when it was a super low bold question, he's never said, oh, come on, man. Trump would still answer the question or at least destroy the media back. Same thing with the press secretary. Even when they got asked the stupid questions or questions that were set up to fail, they would at least attack them with the question. They wouldn't be like, oh, come on, no, go move on. I mean, I'm sure they did it maybe once or a few, few times. I mean, yeah, I don't like to speak in generalities. But this has been, what, like seven days into this regime? And this is the, we already have a supercut of her saying, we'll circle back with you. We'll probably have a supercut of Biden, too. I know we had a supercut of him during the election. But let me know what you guys think. Cuomo calls himself an incompetent murderer. Listen to this. Uh, what I've found all through this crisis is, is people value the truth. You know, give me the information. Mm -hmm. Don't give me spin. Give me facts that don't change. Tell me the truth. The country hadn't bought enough dosages. They now are going to buy enough dosages. It's 600 million. It will take six. Real quick, Cuomo. Um, yeah, we, we do. You know what? It's not about how many doses we buy if you can't distribute them, Cuomo. I mean, Cuomo has one of the biggest problems with distributing the, the vaccine. So mm. months. That's the truth. Uh, and until we get there, we have to watch these new strains. And that's the truth. Uh, so it is going to be a long six months especially after what we've gone mm -hmm. through. That's, that is the truth. Uh, and uh, this state, uh, I'm very proud of what New Yorkers have done because they have rallied. We were ambushed like no other state, Nicole. And again, it was from federal incompetence. Uh, they oh, it's a federal incompetence. Okay, let's, let's, let's continue what he has to say. So the virus was in China. It had left China. It had gone to Europe, and it came here for three months. He goes, it went to China, gone to Europe, because Cuomo's so hell-bent on trying to frame this as the European virus. He's called it the European virus a few times, probably because he's sucking some Chinese peen somewhere. Before they ever knew. 
Uh, incompetent government kills people. Oh, well, did, did you just hear that? Government kills people. And this is the guy who literally shipped sick people into nursing homes, resulting in a higher death of the older population. He just admitted it. The government kills people. Match that with his historical history on his response, and it makes sense. Incompetent government kills people. He's just talking about himself at this point. More people died than needed to die in COVID. I've been, we've been saying this for a year now, Cuomo. We've been calling you out on this for a year. Now you're finally, he's finally admitting it. That's the truth. Uh, and forget Democrat, Republican. Uh, as a person who believes in... Oh, forget Democrat, Republican. Like, <laughs> this is the dude, I don't know where that came from. This is the dude that kept on saying it was Republicans' fault all day, every day on his press conferences. Government and public service. And who has seen people die over this past year. That's why hearing President Biden is such a, a welcome relief. Having Jeff Zients on... That's Biden. Oh, such, such a relief. ...on the phone and uh, Dr. Walensky. These are professionals. Uh, they understand yeah. uh, that it's not spin and politics. You're talking about human life. And they went to work and in six days, they're telling you the truth and they have a plan to get it done in six months. What Cuomo is trying to say here is he's trying to say, well, the reason why so many people died in my state is because, you know, the federal incompetence, you know, just because it's Trump. That's why so many people had to die here, because it's Trump. That's why. So let's read what the article has to say. This, of course, is contrary to uh, President Biden's statement regarding his uh retaliation strategy on from January 22nd. There's nothing we can do to change the trajectory of the pandemic in the next seven months, he said. According to this statistic, uh, New York is within the top four states in the country with the most COVID cases as of January 25th, 2021. They estimate 1.3 million infections. Cuomo is also responsible for killing off 6% of the state's nursing home population as of July 2020. That's a lot. His mandate, which he deleted from the New York State website and tried to pass off as a Trump administration idea in a press conference, caused an estimated 6.5 thousand deaths. Cuomo's order placed recovering infected patients in nursing homes and prevented them from acquiring patients to be tested for COVID-19 prior to the administration or readmission. In the press conference after he reversed uh, the March mandate, Cuomo said that there would be no more need for his failed idea as hospitals were no longer at capacity. He then proceeded to say, we've always had more hospital beds available than we've used, always. And they have not been a day we didn't have more beds available than we used. Now listen, why why are we staying on lockdown? Remember the whole, why do I have to even talk about this anymore? Remember the whole thing with the lockdowns? Oh, we don't want the, the hospitals to be overflowed, blah, blah, blah. And then we literally shipped in hospital units to like quadruple the hospital capacity and all of it went completely unused. But then they keep telling us, oh, we're at capacity, we're at capacity. So why don't you just ship in more hospital units? It's because they're faking. They're lying about the hospitals being at capacity. They're always at capacity. That's the thing. It's always at capacity. That doesn't mean they have like a shortage on what they can use. I mean, they're just always operating at maximum efficiency. I mean, that's just that's regular flu season. Hate to break it to you. 
So the Senate rejects GOP motion to declare Trump impeachment trial unconstitutional. Now, obviously, when Democrats are voting, what is unconstitutional by law does not matter because it's just whoever has the majority vote at that point. The Democrats don't even know what the Constitution is. They only know when they want to, want to rip it up. So these are the five Republicans that voted in favor of the impeachment. I want you to remember these names if you live in their states. Mitt Romney, Ben Sasse, Susan Collins, Lisa Murvisky, Pat Tomey. Remember those names. If you live in their states, remember their names and make sure to never vote for them again. So senators were sworn in as jurors on Tuesday in a second impeachment trial of former President Donald Trump for inciting an insurrection. We're proceeded scheduled to get underway in two weeks. You know, incitement. We always say, oh, you know, we're here to peacefully protest. He's inciting a riot. Senator Patrick Lely, the president pro uh, temporal whatever, who will be proceeding over the trial in absence of the Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts and Vice President Kamala Harris administered the oath to senators. Senators then signed the oath book declaring their intent to serve as impartial jurors. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm impartial. Orange man bad. Um, vote to impeach. The Senate voted down a motion brought by GOP Senate Rand Paul challenging the constitutionality of impeachment trials against a former president. But five Republicans joined all the Democrats in opposing the, the measure, an indication that Democrats will not attract the 17 Republicans that is needed to convict Mr. Trump at trial. So why the F are they even bothering? They're just playing games. They think it's a win for them. The trial is expected to begin the week of February 8th at their attorney for the president and the House uh, impeachment managers have presented evidence for their case. The House impeached Mr. Trump on January 13th for a second time in his term on a charge of inciting an insurrection following a deadly attack by the supporters of the U.S. Capitol. By his supporters at the U.S. Capitol. Okay, are we going to impeach anybody for the, um, the Bernie bro that, you know, bang-banged up a uh, uh, Republican baseball game? Are we going to impeach the... Off the <laughs> The, um, the politicians that supported BLM after they attempted multiple insurrections across multiple different cities at multiple different city halls over the course of the last year, resulting in countless amounts of death. Are we going to impeach anybody for that? Okay, we're not. So this is a political game. The articles of impeachment against him was delivered to the Senate on Monday, and House impeachment managers presented, exhibited, and read it out loud. Meanwhile, the Senate continued to confirm President Joe Biden's cabinet nominees on Tuesday, with Anthony Blinken confirmed as a Secretary of State in a bipartisan vote earlier that day. Several other nominees are set to face a vote in the coming days. So, hmm. Let me know what you guys think. Obviously, it's another sham. It's going to be another fail for the Democrats. It's just going to make Trump stronger. So go ahead. Do it. Uh, it's just sad to see that this country... Uh, as long as the Democrats have a ma majority vote, what is unconstitutional or constitutional just doesn't even matter anymore. It just We saw it happen with the election trials where we had the Republicans going up there saying, this is why this is unconstitutional. It says it right here in the Constitution, right here. We cannot do this, and we're doing it. So can we, like— reverse it? Can we fix this? And then you get a Democrat come up there saying, well, you know, uh, historical, you know, black people are, you know, being uh, discriminated to vote. And this is the most secure election in history. What does that have to do with what this says on the piece of paper? This is the, the law of the land. The law of the land states we cannot do this. Why are we doing it? Oh, well, you know, this is the most secure election in history. So, oh. So guess what? The rules, the laws, what this country was founded on, all of it, none of it matters as long as the Democrats are in power. That's as simple as it comes down to.
Federal judge halts Biden's 100-day deportation ban after Texas attorneys challenge it. So, Austin, a federal judge on Tuesday temporarily barred the U.S. government from enforcing a 100-day deportation moratorium, a key immigration priority of President Joe Biden. So, Texas is coming in clutch with these lawsuits. Texas is going to do us some good. So, Texas is the first state in the nation to bring a lawsuit against the Biden administration, Paxton, a conservative Republican, wrote on Twitter. And we won within six days of Biden's inauguration. Texas has halted his illegal deportation freeze. This was a uh, seditious left-wing insurrection, and my team and I stopped it. God bless you. Paxson has said his plans to try to uh, stifle the the plans of the new administration. The policy, which went into effect Friday, has announced by Acting Homeland Security Secretary David Pozinski, whatever, as part of a comprehensive review of the immigration enforcement, particularly amid the challenge posed by COVID-19. The, pose, uh, the pause, uh, he said in the memo last week to the immigration officials, we let the agency focus resources on its most pressing needs, in particular at a busy southern border in the midst of the most serious global public health crisis in a century. But Pax uh, has said the pause violates federal law and agreement between the Texas and the Homeland Security signed in the closing days of the Trump administration that required federal officials to provide 180 days of notice to Texas before immigration enforcement can be changed. So I mean, I guess it, I'm not going to really read the rest of the article. You guys kind of get the gist. And this is what we need. We need Texas to come in clutch every step of the way, and we need other states to join in and help because this is, this is the only— area we we actually have power we have power um in the states that are you know hardcore red you know texas um florida and there's a few others that can go to bat for us in situations like this and it pretty much just comes down to judge rule now luckily everything the republicans that we do on the rule is part of the rule of law is part of the constitution is part of the rule of law so as long as we could kind of get lucky or get the right judge or get a judge that is actually not completely into that left-wing dogma where it doesn't matter about the rules of law, you know, like all the other Democrats in the House and the Senate. As long as we can get an impartial judge, doesn't matter, just an impartial judge, then we could win. We could just win more and more uh, cases like this, and that's going to be where our power lies. That's, that's like the last grip of power that we have left. That's obviously, that's why they want to pack the courts, and that's why they want to flood illegals in, so they can just keep all that power. Um, but that's that's literally all we have left, and we need to make more states join in and help out in that effort because that's all we got to to stop this destructive agenda coming from the left. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening to my podcast. Please rate five stars in all the podcast stores or whatever. Go subscribe to the Joey Saladino Show. Um, become if you become a Patreon, I will. Uh, if you donate and become a patron, I will give you a call to say thank you. Uh, download the America Now News app. The link is in the description. And um, uh, I guess that's really it. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Peace out.